0: welcome back to the podcast this is Pink the town dead and i am one half of your hosts, caitlin
1: and who's the second half it's me
0: it's andrew that's me hey
1: what you gonna do about it
0: nothing because, i didn't think so because you're my because you're my podcast partner and i need you here
1: well i was talking to the people at home what are you gonna do about it also nothing <laughs> I, i'm still gonna be andrew no matter what you can't do anything about it
0: very good um so it's been two weeks since we saw you. Thanks thanks for coming back. Um, we, we've got stories today. But first off, how about all those pumpkin spice, the pumpkin spice latte is back at Starbucks? It's still summer. Yeah, but this week, though. I this think it week, is technically, well, it is, what is it, like summer.
1: the 21st think, that it changes.
0: Something like that. So we're close.
1: So I think when this goes out, I think it might... They made fall. me fall? Yeah. Well, I
0: went ahead and changed in the bathroom. I don't know if you've been in the bathroom yet, but you may have noticed. I changed the soap in the bathroom to, it's like <laughs> something ridiculous. It's like sweet cinnamon pumpkin fall or something like that. But um, yeah, it's it's exciting time for everybody.
1: There's a bunch of leaves already off one of my trees. Oh, really? So I need to deal with that, I guess.
0: Oh, see, that's a good thing about my house. I don't have any trees to deal with.
1: Yeah, but I need them, especially Tree. when I mow the oh. backyard mowing the backyard because yes. we have a bunch of trees some some big old pines and such yes I get lots of shade mm-hmm. so I don't die in the middle of mowing the yard
0: I get zero shade none negative shade
1: yeah it's kind of how my front yard is which I I'm, I'm sort of annoyed by but what are you gonna do
0: but it's getting close to that time of the year where we don't we'll have probably like a couple more good mows in it'll be done no more mowing and that is very exciting I'm very happy about that.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, Mowing is a real pain. Mowing and trimming and all the other stuff you do.
0: The fact that you have to find time to get sweaty and hot and die. And you have to a lot. If you have a big yard, you have to a lot hours for that. And that's just not fun. Unless you want to pay somebody. And I don't have that kind of money.
1: And paying people for things is also not always fun.
0: That is very true.
1: Like I know money's there for, you know, exchanging for goods and services. Yeah. But sometimes... I need that money for other goods and services.
0: So I keep it, and I do the hard work myself, and it sucks. But it gets done. Yeah. So, so we'll- anyway, so fall, fall's here. I'm I'm wearing my, um, the sweatshirt you got me, the serial, I can't, serial killer documentaries and chill. Yeah, could, could you hear me? Serial killer documentary. I heard, and chill.
1: I, I'm not sure how much they heard you. I could hear you. You could hear me, but yeah.
0: it's this. It says, I have a. It's a black sweatshirt with red, ke- creepy writing that Andrew got me for Christmas last year, and it says serial killer. Was it last year? Yeah, serial killer. C- why can't I say that? Serial killer documentaries and chill. I kept there, saying there you cer- go serial killers. Yeah, sometimes Cereal you you killers. lose a
1: word. Like recently, I was trying to say um, lose a vowel sketch show. For some reason, my brain was like mixing up skit and sketch, so I was calling it skitch, and I was like, no, I mean sket, but I was like, nope, why am I doing this?
0: That's not right. My brain broke.
1: That's not right. Why don't you tell us what we're talking about today?
0: Today, we have a story, and it's not a very long story, uh, but it is um, one. I, I don't recall this story. Like I thought for sure I'd remember this when it came out. Um, our our case takes place in 2013, but I I don't recall hearing this, and I was in Northeast Arkansas at the time. This was coming that at the time this came out, and I think you were too. 2013, were you in Northeast Arkansas still?
1: Yes, I would have been.
0: Yeah, so I was still there, um, but I don't re- I don't remember it. But anyways, it's a um, it's a really sad case. So let's go ahead and get sad.
1: They're rarely not.
0: They're they usually are not great topics. So. Okay, um, today we're talking about Sydney Nicole Randall. Um, so Sydney was born July 15th, 1998, um, but at the time of our story in 2013, Sydney was 14 years old. She was so petite. She was five foot four, had green eyes, brown hair, and she was like a, a beauty queen in Walnut Ridge, Arkansas, like, which is in Northeast Arkansas. Um, is, that, is Walnut Ridge, is that where the Beatles touched down that one time? yes I think so
1: yeah because they're trying to avoid being somewhere where people were
0: yeah <laughs> and they were like they had to emergent emergently touch down at what the Beatles did at one point one time and then Walnut Ridges has a big festival every year. It's like, the Beatles were here. And it's like, they didn't mean to be here. It was yeah. an accident.
1: <laughs> Sometimes when you don't have any real history, you kind of, you got to grasp for straws. It's your
0: claim for, to fame.
1: I get it. I'm from a town that has no real history. I think it was founded in 1960 something. So, really? So it's like, who cares? I didn't know that. We, we, we don't <laughs> even have like a downtown or anything. There's nothing. It's, There's it's nothing. just... Houses and banks. Like, yep. Yep. Cool.
0: Literally. Uh, and that, but Walnut Ridge, it's a bit, it's, it's not a very big area. Lots of farms, farming area. So, um, Nicole's brother Ben described Sydney as a quote, sweet and caring person. Her friends described her as bubbly. She loved th- things that like a lot of teenage girls do like makeup. She loved dressing up for pageants that she did. Um, she had been active in pageants since the age of two, And she was also a member of her school's color guard, AKA flag line. You might know what flag flag line and a member of the volleyball team. And she was also a member of the Girl Scout dance team, which I was like, that's a thing. I had no idea. So she's a member of the Girl Scout dance team, which is interesting. Um, She was in, I guess she would have been in eighth grade. She was in middle school. She was in eighth grade. So she was very young. Sydney lived primarily with her mom, Denise and her stepdad, John, Her dad, Victor, was also involved in her life, and she also had another brother, Zachary. Uh, However, things were not always fantastic on the home front. There had been some allegations from Sydney to her dad, Victor, that John had uh, beaten her and that she was going to alert authorities. Victor also suspected that John had been molesting Sydney. I don't know if she ever came out and said it, but uh, there was allegations of that and suspicions of it. And over the last few months, Denise noticed that John's behavior was kind of weird. John had been acting odd towards Sydney, almost like really possessive of her and became very controlling of her. And so very odd and unusual behavior had, had been happening for the past few months. So, in the very early morning hours of March 9th, like into March 10th, it was like 3.30 in the morning. It was super early. Denise woke up, and she went to check on her daughter, Sydney, and she was absolutely shocked and terrified to find that Sydney was not there. Also missing was John. So, Denise knew that Sydney, she knew that Sydney had been home the previous night as they had spoken. She laid eyes on her, and the last time they saw each other was around 10 p.m. right before bedtime, which... um, So, she also knew that Sydney had not been planning on leaving. Like, it wasn't like she she ran away. It wasn't like she snuck out with friends or anything because all of Sydney's makeup was there. And Sydney loved her makeup. Like, she was very much into makeup. So, her mom knew that she wouldn't just, like, be planning to leave and leave her makeup. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's kind of like a a lot of them where it's like Mm -hmm. um, uh, Casey Woody where they're, like, she's gone and, like, her coat's still here and it's 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 snowed. Yeah. So
0: unusual it's, it's like no something something happened and so about five thirty, um john showed back up home and sh- of course denise was frantic he didn't really say what was going on why he had been gone um but denise immediately told john what was go- like sydney's missing something's wrong and john said you know he didn't know anything he said okay i'm gonna leave i'm gonna go file a police report Uh, spoiler alert, he did not file a police report, but Denise did. She, she, she was tired of waiting and she went ahead and filed a police report. So the search was on for both of them. Um, do you know
1: if he said like what he had been doing?
0: He didn't say there is no, I, nothing I read said what he was doing. And I think, well, we'll talk about a little bit at the end, but, um, but so the search was on. For Sydney, and then eventually they're like, "Oh yeah, we need to find this guy too," because they're like they were both missing at the same time. Yeah, we need to find uh, her stepdad. So police knew they needed to locate Sydney. They also needed to talk with John, but both were MIA. Neither of them could be found. So some unusual things had occurred not long before the disappearance of both people. Of course, the allegations of the physical and sexual abuse from Sydney against John. And the fact that John had received a tax return recently, and he'd gone on like a super spending spree, like he spent like a lot of the money, which was kind of weird. With the money, he purchased a brand new computer, like some other items that they didn't go into detail. But most importantly, he purchased a gun. So police would end their search for John very quickly. That was on Monday afternoon. So she went missing on Saturday into like Saturday into Sunday. So, Monday afternoon, March 11th, they found John in a field a short distance from his parked red truck with a, what appeared to be a self-inflicted gunshot wound, which was fatal. So, red flags.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, especially, there's two people are gone.
0: At the same time. Yeah. Unusually in so, a, oddly at, so, at in like, the middle of the night.
1: Yeah, at 3.30 a.m., that's yeah. realized. yeah. And then one of them returns, but the other does not. Yes. And doesn't have, like, a cover story of, like, I, I went out and got drunk in a field or something weird. Yeah. I like, what, what, what no. do you... That's what you do in Northeast Arkansas. I get
0: it. Yeah. In, in Nowheresville, Northeast Arkansas. Yeah.
1: Even having, like, a gun. I get it. It's Arkansas. Yeah. It's, it's rural.
0: Yeah. What, what, no, but, yeah. As far as I know, no story. And the fact that he was like, I'm just going to go ahead and go file a police report for us. And it's, like, gone. And then, of course... You come upon the self-inflicted gunshot wound. It's almost an admission of guilt. You know what I mean? Not always, but you know you know what I mean. So this—I've
1: seen enough you know, crime stuff. We we know we, a little bit. We get it.
0: We get it. So this was a big blow to the investigation, as they believed John had information on the whereabouts of Sydney. So the search went ahead and continued for Sydney, and then it continued and it continued for a long time. So, initially, dogs were used to try and get a trail on John and Sydney. Of course, they found John shortly after, but they couldn't get a trail on Sydney. Scuba divers were brought in uh, to look in nearby lakes, rivers, and creeks, which there is some water in that area, in that vicinity. Uh, They also had, like, horseback. They had helicopters. I mean, everybody was all in to try to find this 14-year-old. I'm sorry if there's any young teenagers, but 14 is so young, like... That's a little girl. I mean, you know what I mean? That's so young.
1: Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. The four, 14 is, you know, that's you're that just, is you're, a child. You're
0: starting to find yourself, but you're still so young.
1: Like maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so they searched even in abandoned homes and like just anywhere they could think of in the nearby area. So investigators also issued a request to the public that they search their own private fields and ditches because there's a lot of fields in that area and to look for any sign or anything of the missing girl, like anything out of the ordinary. They told everybody that she had last been seen in a brown Aeropostale jacket Which, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I was going to say,
1: is is that still around? I don't know. That takes me back to 2006.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, this 2013, not long after. I I don't know if it's a story. For those of you who don't know, Aeropostale was a popular clothing store back in the early 2000s and 2010s.
1: Uh, It looks like it still exists in some fashion.
0: I haven't seen a store for it in a long time.
1: Yeah, but when was the last time you went to a mall?
0: Uh, Also... I don't think I ever, I, I think I had like two Aeropostale pieces of clothing. That wasn't, that just wasn't my home base.
1: I went there a lot because it was cheaper than you expected. Yes. Everything was perpetually on sale, as yes, I recall. They true. were always like, sale, it's half off. And it's like, it's been like that for about five years. <laughs> but okay.
0: And it's all kind of trendy teen clothing. Yeah. So, um, but, so they looked and looked everywhere. Everybody looked, but it was just like Sydney had just, disappeared and on the fifth day of Sydney's search friends and family met and they held a, a nice vigil for her h- praying and hoping for a return. they released a bunch of balloons her classmates gathered. it was a really beautiful thing. So about eight weeks after Sydney's disappearance she still had not been found and so like I mean Sydney and John essentially went missing at the same time you know so about eight weeks after Sydney's disappearance and about the same time since John's apparent suicide, John's family reached out to press to share their side of the story. Um, they thanked authorities for their hard work and encouraged everyone to keep searching for Sydney. John's sister even flew in from Australia to help with the search. I don't know what she was doing in Australia. I, I don't know what she does or did, but she flew all the way here was here for like a month or something to try to help with the search. Um, she, John said that John's sister is Leah. Um, Leah said that she and John were very close. They were like twins. They had a very good relationship. Leah stated that she believed something suspicious happened to John and that he had not committed suicide as reported and that she did not believe the coroner's report of a self-inflicted gunshot wound as John never gave an indication that anything was wrong.
1: They usually don't.
0: Right. Exactly. So it's not like he's going to be like, I'm feeling suicidal.
1: (laughs) Like even people who have not done uh, conceivably, I don't know yet, a crime. Yeah. uh, Like that happens a lot. Yeah. Where they do a horrible crime, realize that they're going to get got. Mm -hmm. So they take their own life. Right. But even like people who are horribly depressed. Right.
0: They're not going like to tell you. 99% usually.
1: of the time, people are like, this came out of nowhere. Right. Because, like, yeah. They
0: hide it. They put on their, their, their mask, their face. So it's not like he's going to be like, I'm suicidal. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, um, where was I? So she also made very clear that there was no evidence of the allegations against John for physical or sexual abuse. And she also stated that she very much believed and hoped that Sydney was alive and John had nothing to do with her disappearance and that she and John's father would do all that they could to make sure Sydney was found. They, in fact, um, Sydney's brother Ben had received some kind of report, not terribly long after Sydney went missing, that there was a a spotting of her somewhere near St. Louis or that somebody knew she was up there. And so Leah and um, their dad, Bill, was, they were going to go up to the St. Louis area and spread flyers and everything. So they were very vested in finding Sydney. And I think that even though these these folks, Leah and her dad, Bill, may have been blinded by some familial bias, I think Leah and Bill both loved and cared about Sydney. And it was pretty apparent that they, they cared about Sydney and that they just couldn't think of their son or brother being anything but loving to Sydney either because they'd never seen any other side of John. And most people hadn't. They said John was a very good stepfather.
1: Yeah, so, I mean...
0: But he, they're not going to show you the creepy side. <laughs>
1: not not usually. Yeah. Sometimes they do. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you look back and you are like, oh, maybe I should have seen that coming. Yeah. But I don't know if that's going to happen here. But yeah, like it, it's it sounds like they they actually care about this. Yes. They just are
0: a little blinded. Maybe they
1: they don't want to accept right. what is probably right. the reality. Yeah. Um, but it's not like, uh, who was it? Where he was on the news. Like I'm searching for you, Chris Watts. Uh, yeah, that guy. I was thinking there was one we did, but can't think of the name off the yeah. top of my head. Where they they were even on the news, like, spreading flyers like mm-hmm. we're we're looking for you. It's mm-hmm. like you, you did, did it though. You're the one who did it. Obviously, not the case here. It right. sounds like
0: right. And I I they know nothing. They're very innocent, and they're just hoping for the best. And I think they very much cared about Sydney. So, but of course, things took a tragic turn not long after that interview with Leah and Bill. And on May 19th, after a very swollen black river began to recede, a fisherman noticed the body of a young woman submerged and tangled in a tree near the bank of the river close to old Davidsonville park, which was about 15 miles from Sydney's house and about one and a half miles from the, from the put in where you put your boat in. Um, oddly, that area of the river had been searched multiple times, according to investigators. But the sheriff at the time stated that the river was notorious for hiding things for a long time before finally giving them up.
1: Um, Yeah. Some of those rivers are Mm -hmm. pretty wild, not like super big and wild, but there there's lots of trees and brush and all that. Um, I remember a story. It was in that area, Mm -hmm. maybe not that specific river, but it was in that general area about, um, how a storm came through and knocked away a bunch of stuff, and it was like, "Oh, here's a big Native American thing that nobody had ever found before." Really? Yeah. Wow. And, and that's so like yeah. Stuff th- can be hidden.
0: I think that it gets very swollen with rain very quickly, and then things move. Very, the current becomes very swift, and then stuff gets pushed and moved and and whatnot, and stuff gets turned up from the bottom i think is kind of what happens
1: yeah and like stuff can get trapped under like tree trunks yes. it says here tree yes so, yeah
0: yes so um kind of treacherous and it's probably pretty murky so it's probably very difficult for divers to it see it would
1: be ver- it's a ver- that's muddy waters yes. ar- around it's not, here it's
0: not clear pretty water it's silty it's the delta yeah so um using dental records from Sydney's orthodontist the state examiner did conclusively determine that the body belonged to that of 14-year-old Sydney. And with the discovery of Sydney's bodies, some questions ended up being answered. At the end of July, her, opt- her autopsy report was released. Sydney died from blunt force trauma to her head, which is a horrible way to think of a child dying and of anybody dying, but especially an innocent 14-year-old child. The suspicions of sexual abuse seemed to be confirmed with DNA evidence discovered on Sydney linking to John. Um, His DNA was also collected under her fingernails. And when they did John's autopsy, when he committed suicide, it was also confirmed that Sydney's DNA was under his fingernails. So placing them both together at the time of death. So it was determined that the suspicions were correct. John had a this is speculated and probably correct but there's no way of you know like confirming it john had abducted sydney raped her and then murdered her with an object that caused blunt force trauma it could not be conclusively determined that he was the one who put sydney in the river like they couldn't say john was the one who put her in the river but it was you know it was likely him but that was the only thing that they couldn't really say but it it's pretty much assumed and shortly after He drove himself to a field and ended his own life with a gunshot wound to the head. So of course the only suspect in this case ever was John. He was the only person of interest. He was the only suspect. It was, it seemed pretty open and shut and it's unfortunate that there will never be a trial. Nobody will ever go on trial to prove conclusively if he was guilty or not. And there's only assumptions. I mean, the assumptions seem pretty, pretty cut and dry, you know, especially with DNA, but, So many, I I read different reports, so many people from Walnut Ridge helped in the search for Sydney, and they were all so heartbroken about her, her discovery and her death. And it was, it was, you know, those small communities up there, the farming communities, everybody knows everybody, everybody's in everybody's business. And whether it's gossipy or not, when something like this happens, I think they're all very good about coming together and supporting one another. Um so it, it was really wonderful seeing the the kind things that everybody said about Sydney and her family. Sydney's mother never gave up hope of finding her and was finally able to lay her little girl to rest. And that's the really sad story of Sydney.
1: Well, thank you for sharing.
0: And I have a bunch of resources because like I said it's not a big case I had to pull from a bunch of different resources. So there's one from wreg.com, from areawide news.com, actionnews5.com. Daily Mail UK, InBoneLive.com, MagnoliaReporter.com, KATV.com, TrueCaseFiles.com, ArkansasGravestones.org. And Strictly Homicide is um, did an episode on Sydney. It's a podcast. I didn't listen to it, but it's it's lengthy. Um, but I think they're another Arkansas p- podcast, but I'm not sure.
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't listen to the podcast because we're the number one podcast in the known universe, probably.
0: Everybody knows it with all of our, <laughs> with all of our subscribers. That's right.
1: We're gonna beef with this podcast. That's right. Who, what's it called?
0: um <laughs> Strictly homicide.
1: More like strictly poopicide. Gotcha. Got him. Pukeicide.
0: You're really stretching for these. I
1: don't. I didn't plan this.
0: <laughs> you gotta give me time. I'm
1: more of a writer. That's where I can plan things and I can put a thing down and go. no. no oh no. no, no, no what no. am I doing?
0: No, 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 no. But anyways, I think, I think they cover that. I don't know if it's any good or not. Didn't listen to it, but I kept running by it. So.
1: Probably not as good as ours. Got them. Or maybe it is. I don't know.
0: Probably better. It's a lot, a lot, a lot, lot times longer. I, <laughs> but, um, but anyways, that, I, here, here's my thing. I always try to glean something from each case that we do, especially, you know, the, the cases that I research and cover. I think if we have any young listeners or even any adult listeners, please do not be afraid to report stuff when it happens like I know that like Leah had said like we never heard any reports of anything like Sydney never and I think Sydney and Leah had a good relationship Leah being Sydney's step-aunt I think they had a really good relationship she said they talked on the phone all the time so and Leah said she never told me anything there was no nothing wrong going on they seemed to have a loving relationship please do not hesitate if somebody is abusing you please, please, please let authorities know so they can help you. Um, Don't hesitate. Um, I I just, a 14-year-old girl, she's, that's a girl who's susceptible, you know, that's somebody who is a a young, is so young, you know, she doesn't know what to do. So, young people, please let somebody of authority know and those who are adults, please let authorities know so they can help you.
1: Agreed. Um, It is hard. Like, I don't, blame anybody for not yeah but yeah hopefully that stuff's changing
0: i think it is at least to some extent yeah more
1: more awareness around it yes
0: i think there's been a lot more i might have
1: a thing to talk about at some point oh Uh, that's sort of about that and culture changes and hopefully things for the positive okay but um
0: okay that was my story
1: all right um so i guess this is the part of the show. Usually we move on and talk about stuff, just whatever, uh-huh. um, usually stuff that's not depressing and sad, mm-hmm. but since I brought it up, let's do uh, the depressing and sad thing that I wasn't sure I was going to talk about. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this.
0: What?
1: Dark Side of the Ring, that show about wrestling, uh, had a very big episode recently.
0: No. Is that the one you like? had to do out real fast for to watch?
1: No, no. that was That was wrestling, wrestling. Oh, okay. Dark Side of the Ring is like about oh, the it, behind it, the scenes. It's a stuff. documentary. or something? Yeah, it's oh. on Vice. It's really good. Oh, okay, I hadn't been okay. watching lately, but I I kept seeing all the buzz about this most recent one, which is about the plane ride from hell. Is that? It, yeah, I'll tell you a little bit. It it's uh it's on they Vice put it on their YouTube. It was blowing up so much. There's like, here's the full episode here, oh. so you can just go to Vice's YouTube and find it. I recommend it. It's real bad.
0: Oh. What happened?
1: So the plane ride from hell is where uh, WWE's wrestlers, this was early 2000s, like 2001 or two or so, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They did a tour of the UK. They get on a big old fancy plane, getting ready to come back to the US mm-hmm. on eight hour flight or however long it is. Yeah. And they're in a weather delay. So they run through the entire liquor cart. Shut up. They run through a second liquor cart. What the hell? They run through a third liquor cart. Is it
0: just wrestling people on board?
1: Yes, it's one of these like those special charter planes they get like for sports teams and stuff. Oh my
0: gosh! And it's not like a little plane, like a little puddle jumper. It's like no, a,
1: and they have like very spacious seats and stuff. That's nice. It seems real fancy. Wouldn't want to be on it for this flight. Um, and they interview one of the uh, like flight attendants who was on it. Oh no! And she's like, I've never seen anybody go through one liquor cart. So these alcoholics. maniacs have gone through three.
0: They're straight up alcoholics
1: alcoholics and they also talk about uh they would use uh halcyon which is like a halcyon. sleep huh Halcyon. Uh, they said it halcyon i'm sorry okay i don't know tell you caitlin okay they're they're wrestlers not medical professionals okay it's a that, sleeping medicine yes they all had it we
0: give it to like the old people that have dementia that go crazy at night
1: <laughs> they use it because they're like you can get it easily for like because they have a lot of pain and stuff. So, it's like helps them sleep. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. But also, they're a bunch of lunatics who drink all the time. And sometimes they would mix it. They don't mix and it. And also, they talk about how this is it. So, there's a lot of talk about just like the overall culture that they had yeah. back then. And how it was a bunch of, again, maniacs. How they would like slip it into each other's drinks. What? Yeah.
0: Without them knowing?
1: Yes. Oh, that's call a it, bad
0: idea. It's very
1: bad. They'd call it H-bombing people.
0: Oh, that's not it, funny.
1: No. Mike Kiota, a referee, he thought it was hilarious on Dark Side of the Ring.
0: Mike Kiota, you're wrong. <laughs>
1: he was just like, yeah, you know, the boys just having fun. Like, what are you doing, Mike? That's not
0: having fun. Get, get, get,
1: get, maniacs. Uh, there is so much in this episode. But, yeah, basically they get liquored up and they are maniacs on this entire flight. Mm. And it's real bad. The the big takeaway for most people is Ric Flair and Tommy Dreamer. Ric Flair, very famously, would like to uh, basically flashes his penis in public and just kind of swing it around at people. Yuck! Um, you know, it's one thing if you're doing that with your wrestling friends.
0: <laughs> it's another thing when you're in public.
1: He would do it in public. Like, there's stories of him doing it like publicly in a bar, publicly in a hotel, and he did it in uh, this plane ride, to and the- also. Like, he cornered this
0: <gasps> no. flight
1: attendant lady. No. So, yeah, and he was, like, trying to make her touch his thing. Oh, gosh, no. Fortunately, somebody else who uh, also who was, like, liquored and possibly drugged up came came by and stopped him. Um, wow. So, Ric Flair is canceled now. Bye. Tommy Dreamer basically defended Ric Flair and was like, uh, that lady's making that stuff up and all that. So, everybody's mad at Tommy Dreamer. Those are the two big people who've come out of this looking bad. Mm-hmm. But also everybody, <laughs> there's like, there's so many things that happen in this. Like, um, there's a part where a wrestler named Kurt Hennig and Brock Lesnar got into a fight on the plane. Oh, and we're like wrestling around like by the emergency exit dude. door.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Fortunately, nothing happened. But also there's a story about Brock Lesnar, how he flashed his wang at a woman named Terry. And, um,
0: was she a flight attendant?
1: No, she was in the wrestling biz.
0: Was she but, a wrestler?
1: Uh she, she mostly him. was a manager.
0: She
1: could take him. Uh nobody can take Brock Lesnar. He's a freak. But <laughs> but like he she talks about how like stuff like that would happen all the time. They would just tell you, like, just don't sell it, just ignore it. Which is bad. That's Again, a bad thing to do. Shows a shows a bad uh culture. There's a part where Scott Hall, who was famous for uh having drug abuse issues for a very long time Mm -hmm. uh there's a part where he like tried to grab the flight attendant and he tried to lick her Ah. yeah um and one of the crazy ones that i didn't see i've seen it talked about but not as much because again there's just like so many things piling on top of each other of this bizarre horrible culture and then there's a part where Rob Van Dam, he was the one who talked a lot about the House, house Scion mm-hmm. and H-bombs and stuff. And he he wasn't like, it was awesome. He was like, this is what they did. They're crazy people. Yeah. He's, he's a big stoner. That's what he's into. Oh,
0: well. Okay.
1: Cool. Yeah. Hmm. He said he did some of the drugs that some of the other people did. And he was like, never again. Because I can't walk now.
0: Oh, that's not good. I'm
1: so messed up. Um, but yeah, he talked about how... It was very, very often they, a lot of those guys would like drug girls without their knowledge and have their way with them. That's
0: so bad. That's no good. It's
1: called rape. Yes. And that was just like a common thing.
0: That's not okay.
1: And that's, that's, again, there's more stuff. It's wild. Um, It is called Dark Side of the Ring, not happy, fun time wrestling stories. I think so think that is a dark
0: side, yes. Um, did they lost, land safely?
1: They landed. Um, at least three of them got fired. Scott Hall, Kurt Hennig, and might have been Dustin Rhodes. I can't remember who the uh, third one From was. WWE? Yeah. Rick Flair, the one who was trying to sexually the assault the part. woman, yeah. did not get fired.
0: Because mm-hmm. um, he made more money than them. Because huh?
1: he's a uh, big deal, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, WWE did help uh, Jimmy Snuka cover up a murder, probably. So, you know.
0: About that one guy that killed his family, was he WWE?
1: He was, but that was a CTE thing. Yeah, they did an episode on him.
0: Yeah, that was really sad. I've seen I've seen a a documentary about that. That was really sad.
1: It's a yeah. That's a that's a really good episode that they did. Yeah, that's from like I think maybe the second season. I don't remember. Uh, It just makes me think of uh, there's there's a wrestler called the Undertaker. Yeah. And oh, might have been a year ago. By now, Mm -hmm. he was talking about how. These these new day wrestlers, they don't, they're they're not they're not real men, not not like back in my day
0: where I raped women.
1: Back in my day, they were they'd bring knives to the locker room and stuff. I was like, that doesn't sound good. Like, why do you have nostalgia it's a, it's for this? A, like,
0: it's a good thing that stopped. It's a yeah, good thing that like, stopped.
1: All these new guys, they play video games and hang out, and they don't get blackout drunk every day.
0: That sounds wonderful.
1: Like, yeah, man, that's
0: that's how life is. It's
1: better. It's better now that they're not a bunch of coked up rapists running around no kidding. <laughs> drugging each other like what are you talking about
0: no kidding that's it, so terrible
1: anyway watch that it's wild again they put it on their youtube i think that show comes out on hulu so Hulu. uh but yeah the, this episode plane ride from hell is just on their youtube i feel you can really find bad
0: it. for those stewardesses
1: yeah it was it was uh it sounds like a bad time.
0: Flight attendants? I don't know what the proper term is anymore. I think
1: they call it their flight attendant. It does, I don't know.
0: Okay. A flight attendant.
1: I think stewardess is from a time when it was the 1960s, mm. and you'd be smoking on the plane, and you'd slap a lady on the butt and go, get me another... Martini. Vlog. Yeah, give me a, another martini, toots. And,
0: and then you had actual leg room.
1: <laughs> they had leg room on this flight, because they're fancy have, private ones.
0: Have you seen how flights like... They just keep getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. With more seats to, to just shove people to in there.
1: Squeezes for for more and, and more, more money. More
0: expensive. More expensive. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's
1: great. It's great time. Um, Love. Life. I've got like two more things, but I have do a you lot have, of things. Do you have a bad thing to talk about? Because <gasps> I remember, I think it was last episode you were like, and "Now I'm going to talk about the Holocaust at the end."
0: <laughs> I am still reading, listening to that book. I have to do it in spurts because it is depressing. Um, it is. It's What's it called, though? The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Thank you. Um, it's, it's, if you have kids and they don't know about the Holocaust, I think this would be a great way to introduce it to them. It's, it comes from, it's kind of funny because it's like, it, the perspective, the story is being told from a young nine-year-old boy. And he's like, of course, Hitler's in it, but he calls him the Fury. He doesn't, isn't, he doesn't know it's the Fuhrer, the Fuhrer or whatever. He calls him the Fury. And he thinks that the name of the place that he's living at is called Outwith. And it's Auschwitz. And so it kind of takes like a, a child like, <laughs> sounds terrible, but it's a good introduction for children. And it's because and it, like he doesn't understand, this kid doesn't understand the things that are going on. He makes friends with a boy he's on one side of the fence that the boy that the perspective of the books coming from is on the good side of the fence. And the boy that he makes friends with is on the bad side of the fence. And he doesn't understand why he's there. He just knows that they're friends and that's it. And it's just, it's as an adult, you know, these things and that's what's because you know, what's going to happen. And like, I just, I know what's going to happen and it's going to suck and I'm going to cry. So I have to do the book in spurts because yeah, it's it's depressing, but In the meantime, I did finish a book, and I loved it. It was called The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. And I thought it was really fun. I loved the characters. Really fun is a strong statement. I thought it was very interesting, and I loved all the characters. And I just thought it was a really great book, and I highly recommend it. It's about a girl who, um, well, you find out pretty quick. She makes a deal with somebody, and she gets- Is it the devil? Well, not really. Mephisto maybe it's not really the devil no but she makes a deal and it's like the devil she trades her her soul for it afterwards but
1: millhouse from the simpsons
0: yes and she asks for a life to live her own but the thing is he gives it to her and she lives forever basically she can't die but with that As soon as she meets somebody, like when they turn around, they forget her. They don't, nobody ever remembers her. She can't tell them her name. She can't write things down. She's just, nobody remembers her. She's, she's invisible, invisible like Vadia LaRue.
1: She's like, uh, what are those bad guys from Doctor Who? The Silence or whatever.
0: Oh, yeah. Is
1: that what they're called?
0: Yeah. Where you make the marks, they make the the tally marks.
1: Maybe they're, they turn around, they forget them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they, so they make the tally marks to show that they've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. That it's it's like that,
1: except I guess she's probably not trying to control the world or something. I don't know.
0: No, she's just trying to live. I loved it, though. Um, I do have something depressing to talk about. It's a lot, though.
1: Why didn't you do that first?
0: Do you want to, do you want me to get over with? Well, you and know I talked yeah. about it before the podcast. Do the bad stuff first. And I'm sure everybody that listens to this has probably heard of the case of Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie, um, the girl... The young, I think she was 22, went missing from Florida with her fiancé slash boyfriend slash I don't know their status. And so what happened was is, I'm sure you all know, but let's go ahead and recap. I had to recap it for Andrews. So let's go ahead and recap. So she's with this guy. Um, Gabby and Brian are together. They decide to go on a cross-country um, van tour like in the a big white van that has like a bed in it and like a little couch and like a sink you know those little vans so they decided to go cross-country touring Um, they had been engaged but then they called off their engagement and demoted themselves to boyfriend and girlfriend which is red flag you know that's that's not a good sign so they go on this trip they're headed they've gone all these different places she has Instagram she's posting pictures over Instagram it seems like they're happy it seems like they're having a good time social media is a lie um, but they, the last thing she tells her folks is that they're going to the Grand Tetons. The last time her parents, they talk to her all the time. The last time they physically hear her voice is August 25th. And then they thought, well, maybe there's no service. It's fine. So then they get a text a few days later saying no service in Yosemite, that indicating they had made it to Yosemite National Park and that there just wasn't good service. So they said, okay, well, then there was maybe another post made from, uh, from Gabby's Instagram at some point near the same time, but that was it. And it was kind of like weird. So her family kept trying to get a hold of her, kept trying to get a hold of her and couldn't. So they got really worried. So they started to try to get a hold of Brian and he would not answer their calls. Then they started trying to get a hold of Brian's family. None of them would answer their calls. And so her family is super concerned. Well, get this. Mr. Brian rolls up back at home in Florida with his folks in Gabby's van without Gabby and has no explanation as to where she is.
1: This sounds like a much longer version of what we just did. I know. Two people go. Yes. One person exactly. comes back with no explanation.
0: Exactly. And so it's like, dude, you did it. As we saw, dude, you did it. Uh, and so I'm. I, I can't say that. I'd have no proof that he actually did it. It's just speculation. He was he has been named the only person of interest in Gabby's case. So she's missing. He won't say where he's at as soon as he gets home, he lawyers up, which is suspicious. and his parents, he is not cooperative with police. His parents not cooperative with police. So very suspicious thing to do. If you're not guilty, you'd think you want to work with the police and find your girlfriend. So anyways, she's missing. It's a whole thing. They're trying to find her. Her parents are really worried. Well, get this. His parents report him missing this past Friday. It's Sunday. So just a couple days ago, his parents reported him missing. He's been gone since Tuesday. They said, well, he was just going out for a hike um, somewhere in like the Everglades or something like that. I don't know. Said he was just going for a hike. No, he wasn't. And you know that. Like I said, this is all speculation. I can't actually prove anything. There is no allegations against him at this time. But it's like, are you kidding me? Like, You really think that he's just going to leave with a backpack and just go for a hike when everybody's out for his blood right now. So anyways, he's been missing since Tuesday. Uh, I I say missing. I have quotes around it. He's been missing since Tuesday. Um, And there he's reported missing three to four days later, Friday, whatever that is. Barf. Well, um Crime Kajunkies just released an episode today, a special episode about all this, covering all the details. It was a very comprehensive episode. Listen to it. But since that release this afternoon, already there's been a development in the case, and that is that a body was found in that area where they were looking for Gabby, and the body does match the description of of Gabby. And I think they're basically I mean they basically said it's her. I mean, of course they probably have to wait for confirmation from the state crime lab and all that but it's they it's it's her. I mean they're basically said it's her. So uh, it's so sad. We I think we all kind of suspected that this might be the outcome, but it doesn't make it any less hard. It doesn't make it any less hard for her, ha- her family. And now we must find Brian Laundry. He is the only person of interest in this case and since she's been found murdered I am going to assume that he is going to be bumped up from person of interest to number one suspect. So, Brian Laundrie must be found. Yeah, hopefully. And brought to justice, if it's him.
1: I mean, we gotta go, we gotta find him first.
0: Exactly. But, investigators found Gabby, and I know that's probably a horrible thing for her family, but a relief, nonetheless. So, that's my horrible thing.
1: All right. um, I watched a movie. It's uh-huh. real good.
0: What? Oh, you you blew my phone up about this.
1: I did. So, re- recently I started playing a Godzilla game on my phone. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, it's an idle game. You just pop on, do a little, and leave it alone forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was getting me in the mood mood to watch Shin Godzilla. Shin
0: Godzilla, a movie
1: I'd been wanting to watch for a long, long time. It wasn't available streaming anywhere, like for free. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Screw it! I'm gonna I'm gonna pay money for this." I mm-hmm. paid fifteen dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now I own it on my Amazon account. Good for you. Um, that movie rules so hard. It's so good. Um, it came out two years after the recent it, American it, Godzilla. I was say,
0: is it an American Godzilla no, movie? No, it
1: is Japanese. Maybe it takes place in Japan. It's a 2016 by, movie. Yeah, so it's a. It, directed
0: by hideyaki ano and shinji higuchi
1: ano is the guy who did evangelion
0: Mm
1: -mm. um that's uh, people might know okay anyway um oh yes the thing you told me about i've told you about it um but this movie is real good the
0: first thing i see is why is shin godzilla so scary
1: (laughs) it's it's pretty yeah it's kind of intense i highly recommend it uh
0: is it different from all the other godzilla movies
1: yeah it is not silly it's not silly like some of those ones from like the 60s where it's like godzilla fighting ah. fighting a robot man or whatever yeah, <laughs> like yeah silly, goofy stuff like that this goes back to like the original godzilla where it was like a scary disaster movie this is like a disaster film and, oh. and people are freaking out like what do we we don't know how to deal with this like this is a real problem
0: this is it got eighty seven percent liked by Google users, six point eight out of ten on IMDB, eighty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty-seven percent on Metacritic.
1: It should be a hundred and ten percent. It is so awesome. Those people who are rating it low, I bet there are a bunch of people who are like, I just wanted to watch Godzilla be silly and fight the robot Godzilla mm-hmm. or the space Godzilla or fight a pterodactyl or whatever. Idiots, all of them. They don't know what they're talking about. But it, this movie almost, I, I don't think it could have been, probably would have taken too long to make it. It almost feels like a response to the 2014 Godzilla movie that we did in the US, which is a similar thing of like, this is Godzilla for the first time, and it's a disaster, sort of, and we're having to deal with whatever this is. Like, But Shin Godzilla feels like it does it a thousand times better. It's so good. You should watch it. Uh, maybe someday he'll be streaming somewhere. I don't know. But yeah, it's
0: you'll have to get a sign in for your Amazon account so we can that's watch right. it. Everybody,
1: I'm, I'll put it out there. <laughs> Give
0: your password away. Yeah. Then we can order stuff. That's
1: right. I'll take my credit card off so you have to use your own.
0: <laughs> uh, I like when I click down is why is Shin, Shin Godzilla is so scary. What does Shin mean?
1: Um, it translated it means Godzilla resurgent or resurgence. Oh. Okay. One of those two. But yeah.
0: Unlike the Hollywood version, Shin Godzilla oozes and pulsates, representing its radioactive origin. Its red coloration evokes blood, but more importantly, it symbolizes the creature's rage. Oh, yeah. There's
1: some parts. It's, yeah. It's real good. I've listened to some of the soundtrack. It's like this really haunting music. It's really creepy. It's Mm. good. It's a good movie. I watched it twice. Like, I don't do that with movies usually. I'm like, I watched it. All right. Moving on.
0: This is depressing. It, it said, somebody asked is shin godzilla different from godzilla and it says whereas the original godzilla was conceived as a metaphor for the atomic bombings of hiroshima and nakasagi shin godzilla drew inspiration from the fukushima Daiichi nuclear disaster in the 2011 tohoku earthquake and tsunami
1: yes it it has a very like earthquake tsunami disaster style film okay. thing going on but it's not so like- is he bad? Yeah, he's bad. Okay. I mean, he's not meaning to be bad. He's just a big, giant lizard monster. He doesn't know what he's doing.
0: Yeah, he's like, he's scared too. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not like he's out there going like, normally I'd be nice, but I just feel like stepping on people now.
0: Look, somebody, literally, I just said that. Somebody said, is Shin Godzilla good or bad? It says, unlike many past incarcerations of Godzilla before him, who were either villains, anti heroes, or heroes, Shin Godzilla is nothing, but instead driven by his instinct for survival and adaptation, he was at first unaware of humans until they heard him, which with these factors puts him at odds with humanity now.
1: Yeah, it's, again, it's real good. There's also a part that makes, it just makes me laugh, think about like the difference between America and Japan maybe, or maybe the the optimism that this person has for how government officials would act, mm-hmm. where they're like, all right, we can we can take him out. There's there's no civilians around. And then they're like, oh no, there's like two civilians around. They, they might get killed if we do this. And then he's like, all right, don't do it then. I'm like, man, if this is America, we just drone strike the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. We'd be like, oops, sorry, don't worry about it. Anyway, it's, you know, like we've done in Afghanistan a bunch. Um, but yeah, Shin Godzilla is awesome.
0: Um, somebody said Shin Godzilla kid friendly. It says kid Shin friendly isn't safe. It's not for kids.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's not like there's boobies or <laughs> anything. I think it just means violence. But and stuff. it yeah somebody somebody said is not for kids i would not have liked this when i was a kid
0: i like these what these questions this is all on google i'm just i just googled shin godzilla and i'm looking at all the questions that people ask about it who is godzilla's dad who's godzilla's best friend who's godzilla's wife
1: that's a good question because he has a son in the old movies oh really yeah he's a real ugly looking dude
0: oh it's a dude
1: yeah it's a little monster
0: okay look at this picture is this from shin godzilla why does he look so freaky
1: um, oh yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to spoil too much, but that's how he first appears.
0: He looks like he, a little, little,
1: he has googly eyes. Basically he's very, it he looks w- real weird, he but it does look weird. So he evolves throughout the film. Essentially, uh, okay. He starts off when he shows up for the first time, he's got his googly eyes and he's just like on the ground, like squirming around. He
0: looks like a little snake. Kind of.
1: Kind of like a, just All like right. he's not standing upright.
0: Evolution of Shin Godzilla. It's literally right. There's a poster of it right here. Yeah. Well, there you go. He looks like a human in his skin fifth form. What? <laughs> Look. It's a it's a thing. Oh, no. I tried to save it.
1: I don't know what that. Is. That's not from that movie. It's not? This isn't him? Uh, whatever that picture is on the bottom is not. That's
0: None of that's him? That looks like the pictures I've seen. The, is any of that the, from the first movie?
1: The top movie? one is more like... I mean, he looks like that at the end. Yeah,
0: it's kind of like so that. So that,
1: he never looks like a dude. I don't know what that is yeah, that what you're is that? at. He
0: looks like a dude. Anyway, it is not important. Okay, well, I mean, I might watch it.
1: Yeah, I, again, I recommend it. What else you got?
0: Um, oh, I gotta open my list. I always have to write things down. I never can remember. I watched a couple movies and a couple shows. Um, I watched *Reminiscence* with um, Hugh Jackman and the chick, the redheaded chick from um, *Greatest Showman*. I don't know her name, but it was um a very I would give it on a scale of zero to ten. I would give it a four
1: out of ten. Yes, Shin Godzilla got an eleven wow. from me.
0: Okay, we're at odds there. I mean, pro- two totally on two totally different spectrums. I think
1: sounds like Shin Godzilla is worth fifteen dollars.
0: It might be. Uh, Reminiscence is free. It's, I mean, if you What's have it HBO, on?
1: oh HBO Max.
0: I mean, not really free. You pay a monthly subscription, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, pay for electricity. You it have to was, buy a TV. You have to possibly have a thing that streams things. Yeah, you have to pay internet.
0: (laughs) All those things. It was Reminiscence was mediocre in its finest. It was, and I love Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman did great performance, but it was a there was the plot was all over the place. It was a it was what what is the plot? And Jessica Tandy or Tandy Tandy, Jessica Tandy is that her name? Tandy Newton Tandy Newton. I don't know. But the girl who's in Westworld doesn't matter. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Don't don't worry about it. It's about like Hugh Jackman has this girlfriend and she does stuff and he tries to go back with his mind. He has this device that like helps you relive memories and he's trying to go back and figure out what happened to her. And it's just weird. It's weird. The plot's everywhere. It's not very good. It's not very good. I'm so sorry to say did not care for it. Would not watch it again four
1: out of ten i might watch shin godzilla again tonight
0: wow
1: that's how good it is
0: you do like that is it in i'm sure is it is in japanese japanese okay. subtitles oh, that's fine i like subtitles when we're adults
1: we can read subtitles i'm able to that's read that's part of why again it it it's kind of heady for children i would not have children watch this okay um i would have children watch godzilla versus space godzilla or perfect. something like that you know perfect exactly
0: um i also watch a show called the nevers which I really liked also on HBO. It's about these people like in Victorian England that this weird thing happens and they get these powers randomly and none of them remember how they got it except one girl who's like cuckoo. Um,
1: she's like, I remember and I'm not going to tell.
0: No, she tells and nobody oh, believes okay. her. Like she's lost her mind. Like she, they think she's crazy. Um, which she kind of is, but that's beside the point. But it it was really good until the last two episodes. And then John and I were watching it, and we literally thought we skipped an episode because it was just like, it threw information out there. I was like, what is that? What does that mean? And so we went back and looked. Nope, didn't miss anything. It rolled from one episode. This is why he found out that Joss Whedon directed it. And he has an adventurous mind. Um, And
1: um, a a bad personality. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's a bad person, it turns out. Oh, I didn't know that. Like he's abusive and (gasps) bad.
0: Oh, not that's not okay. No. And that's probably why this happened then is because he did, the first four episodes, six episodes. First four were great. Loved where it was going. Something happened after the first four episodes and he wasn't directing anymore and somebody else came in and directed the last two. So to, I bet something happened to To the be
1: book. fair, in most TV shows or a lot of them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they usually don't have one director.
0: Well, he was supposed to direct all of them. Okay. John had read about it and something happened and then they brought somebody else in to direct the last two. I say
1: because like the Mandalorian, for instance, has had like a bunch of directors yeah, yeah. come through.
0: Yeah. I don't think that was the plan for this one. I think this was his, his baby. Did he did the screenplay and everything. I and say, the did they not
1: have access to the script? Like what?
0: No, they did. But so- something happened and somebody else came in and directed it and it... It was something got lost in translation (laughs) because it is, it is, it turns from like, it's kind of sci-fi-ish, almost like steampunk a little bit, a little bit. You'll see why if you watch it. Um, But it, I thought I loved where it was going. Now I just don't know. I I, I don't know. I I watched all of it. I watched all six episodes yesterday when I was supposed to be doing other things, but I watched all six episodes.
1: Since you uh, looked up Shin Godzilla, I just Uh want to point out Rotten Tomatoes. On the Nevers, forty nine percent. Oh wow! Yeah, but seven point four on IMDb, which I think is higher than Shin Godzilla was. Yes, which again I think it's just because th- those are user reviews. Yeah, and they're all idiots. They don't know what they're talking about.
0: Could be. So I, I like the the aspect of it. I like the Victorian England. It has a sci fi aspect. It has a fantasy aspect. I appreciate that. Don't. Know if there's going to be a second season? There's a lot of question un- questions unanswered, so I'd like to see where that goes. Um, speaking of other shows, I watched Fina Pirate Princess, which was that anime that I was like, I would watch that anime.
1: Oh yeah, the one where you were like. I like the look of it because it has a plot, like other anime doesn't. It
0: doesn't. It's weird. I've never get watched any, but this is like fantasy stuff, like pirates and stuff. And I was like, okay, I could get behind. Yeah, it. It's not like space stuff or whatever. Yeah, it's,
1: yeah. It's not like there's a some sort of pirate fantasy uh, manga slash anime that's been going on for like ten years and has what? a thousand episodes. What? It's called One Piece. Never heard of it. It's super popular. I haven't really watched it. I've read oh. a few of the comics, but it's
0: this is it just it just reinforced why i don't watch anime
1: oh you didn't like it
0: it was it was weird it's weird it's weird
1: you can do weird stuff do the weird stuff go for it
0: i I did i watched four episodes of it and i was like this makes me feel awkward this makes me feel uncomfortable because it's weird
1: could be maybe that one's just a bad one i don't know watch princess mononoke
0: that one isn't that a that's a studio ghibli movie it is i like the studio ghibli movies they have a plot and they go
1: this is blowing my mind this is just like okay this is this, like this makes is, my brain okay. melt out of my ears listening to you be like the other ones don't even have plot and it's this, like they have is, sometimes is, they have too much plot
0: that's what it is this is how anime is so i once dated a guy who was really obsessed with um what's goku dragon ball dragon ball z Here that is- has a story too <laughs> We literally watched like ten episodes, and it took. It was. It only covered in real time about five minutes, like of the life of those. That
1: was a problem with Dragon Ball Z. Um, Part of that is because uh, the comic was ongoing, and they were following the plot of the comic. So they get to points. This happens a lot of times in anime. Uh It's based on a manga. They'll get to a point where they're like oh no, we've caught up. Uh. So now we have to like stall for a while while the actual creator creates the story still. It was
0: awful. I was like, I don't want to watch this. Well, at least there's a little bit more with with Fina. I mean, it does have a plot, but it felt like it's it's weird. Like the way they're like, and it's like.
1: Are you making fun of the way are you making fun They're of Japanese, Japanese people I'm making talking? fun of
0: the dubbing over. It looks ridiculous. It, it sounds ridiculous. It makes
1: you feel better. They don't match that well in Japanese most of the time either.
0: Yeah. And I could, I mean, because it's basically just a mouth moving up and down. Like yeah. it, there is no mouth movements or whatever. It's just, but it's just, it's just weird. I'm it's just over. glad you
1: didn't get us canceled. No. I thought I thought you were about to, I was going to have to like edit that out and be like, Caitlin, you cannot. <laughs> no.
0: no, it's just. the words don't match up it's the weird inflection it's like the the dialogue doesn't make any sense i'm like why would they say that that's really weird and it's weird i don't get it i don't get it i don't get it (laughs) i don't get it so i might finish watching that season i don't know we'll see you
1: know because i'm coming back to shin godzilla again oh no you know what i kind of want to do i haven't done in a long time what is go back and actually watch evangelion the show Uh uh-huh I've only recently watched, I've watched it like a long time ago. It's on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. And I watched End of Evangelion, which is a miserable nightmare. Don't watch it. Okay, uh, But they also, he's really, he like rebooted the whole thing into like a bunch of movies that are all on Amazon now. So I might check those out. Yeah. Um, last thing from me, I finished The Forgotten City. So, oh
0: yeah, do you
1: like it? Uh, it's real good. I liked it a lot. What I, is got, it? I got I got all the endings. About? Uh, basically, you go to a Roman city that is like underground and you can't escape and you're stuck in a time loop and you're trying to solve the mystery of how to escape or whatever mm-hmm. and um it's really cool it's it's it was originally a Skyrim mod oh, yeah, you can you told me that. you can kind of tell in the way some of the stuff works or like the way you talk to people it just like zooms in on their face like especially like oblivion used to do mm, um, yes. But, yeah, there's, like, a whole time loop element to it, and you're trying to solve this mystery, and they do a really good job of, like, not making you do things over and over again. They have, like, some ways to be like, okay, I know how to do this. I can tell this person real quick. Go do the thing, and it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, I don't want to spoil it, because it's really interesting. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: There was a part where there was a thing, I was like, this makes no sense the way this is working, Like it doesn't make sense technically, but that's fine. The video game needs it to happen, Mm -hmm. and there's a reveal at some point. It's like, oh, actually, that makes so much sense Mm -hmm. that I'm dumb for not thinking of that in the first place. Mm -hmm. I doubted them. Um, I wrote credits on it first time about a week ago. Uh, I I got there's four endings. It tells you which one is which. Oh, sort of. It's like you got ending one, ending two, ending three, four first one i got was ending two but having done is it
0: based off decisions that you make
1: yeah okay and i think there's like some variation even within the endings Mm. but there is like a grand thing you do it's like okay so that puts you into the one two three four Mm -hmm. and having done the two i was like i think i know what three is i think i know what four is i think i know what one is so i just went back to my save and just start going through them and it's like all right cool you got, you got so it. i got all of those endings oh okay but it's really cool because you and it's, it's like a really small city but there's lots of nooks and crannies to get to did and it
0: take you long to finish it
1: not super long i did all of the endings i think the playtime was listed at like under 10 hours
0: oh, okay yeah that's not very long at all
1: yeah I, I basically did it in like three sessions i played for a really long time the one day a little while a second day and then the third day i played a really long time which mm-hmm. is why i did all the endings gotcha but i think that's a really cool game it's yeah. worth checking out uh it's also cool because you're like hey i know this about you because it's like we've never met before or whatever because like, you're yeah. the only one who remembers the time loops
0: oh okay okay cool
1: yeah it is it's is very cool uh look into it it's on playstation xbox pc
0: Oh, all of it. Not not a No Switch. Ah, oh, that's unfortunate. It does not
1: run very well on PS4. You would not want it on a Switch. Okay, okay. It stutters a lot.
0: Is it pretty good graphically?
1: Uh, it's fine. Yeah. Um, it's it's made by like three people, I think. Oh, okay. Which is insane for video game stuff. Yeah. Like if you see a big one, like God awards hundreds of people. Oh, yeah.
0: So. Oh. Um, let's see. Just a couple more things. Then we can grab it up. Um, What If is still on Disney. You still need to watch it.
1: I still have not even... Watched a single second.
0: It's pretty good. Um, there was a zombie episode, which I actually really liked a lot. Because I am I was kind of skeptical. I was like, really, we're doing zombies? But I actually really liked it. I thought it was a good episode. And then there is one, and it has to do with Wakanda. And I don't want to give too much away, but that was probably my least favorite so far. Um, is it because of
1: all your racism?
0: It's because it was boring. Okay. <laughs> It's because it just, just checking. It's because it was like, well I could have expect like I could ask that and could have seen that coming. Like it was like well, everybody kinda thought about that in Black Panther anyways. You know, anyway. Um also, we have begun since our last recording. John and I and his brother and his best friend, his best friend's wife, we have begun our first D and D campaign. It's about time. It is about time. Um, it's literally been three months in the making and they still had not made their characters and me and john john came came prepared literally with like two fully made characters and i'm not kidding like 15 most of the way made characters
1: is he the dungeon master
0: no his brother is i'm gonna say needs a little work needs a little this is all of our first times of doing anything john's been researching like crazy he's listened to a bunch of podcasts he is prepared and i came with like one and a half fully formed um, characters, and I finished while they were all making their one character. I finished my my two, or my second one, and I'm pretty pretty pleased with them. And that's just in case one of ours dies. But Cameron already said Cameron's our DM right now. He already said that he won't kill any of us for a while. <laughs> so I was like, thank you. We all need to learn.
1: That's probably good. I've read a lot of stuff or heard a lot of stuff about people being like real jackasses yes. as dungeon masters, where they're like. Oh, I, I'm going to have this person die just because I'm a jerk. Yeah. I need to teach it's them a lesson. It's not fun. It's not like, fun, that way. Yeah. People, the other thing I always hear is like, don't have the group be separated in the game because that's oh, like yeah. a problem. Yeah. Um. Also, don't try and uh pigeonhole everybody into like, uh railroad them into like one thing. Yeah. It's like, we want to go do this for a bit. It's like, don't make them not do yeah, it, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And I I think that's
0: the thing about you have to be um, adaptive. um, So you have to work, you know, because you can kind of have an outline. But essentially, you're Lord of the Rings in it. You're a group and you're walking through the world and you come across some things and you fight them. I mean, you're Skyrim in it. So,
1: yeah, you're just going out doing a thing. Yeah. Maybe go on a quest. Maybe don't. I don't know. I I don't know. I've never done any of this stuff.
0: There's like a main goal. We have a main goal. And our campaign right now is a pretty small goal just so we can all kind of practice a little bit but anyways um i think it's gonna be fun once we all kind of get the hang of it um i i like to get embellished in there so that's fun um and i think that oh john and i have reserved a venue for oh we're not gonna have like a big wedding but we're gonna have a reception and we we reserved a, a, a venue for our nice reception next year Oh, very exciting 10 22 22 baby isn't that a fun date? 10, 22, 22. Yeah, it's all right. It sounds like a like a horse. 10, I'm waiting for 22,
1: 22,
0: 22. 22. You'll be waiting. <laughs> You'll be waiting a long time.
1: I'm going to change the calendar system. You watch <laughs> you me. you can be
0: waiting a while. Um, and then, of course, the last thing is I want to give a shout out to the Conway Symphony Orchestra, who did a fantastic job on their first concert in the park this past Friday. It was a free event at in Conway, and uh, John and I went to it. Um, it they played wonderfully. It was it was great. It was a wonderful program. They played really well. They did A Lord of the Rings medley and it was fantastic. They had a soloist who did great. It was gr- and then they ended the show with Stars and Stripes Forever, which is classic. So, I was very pleased with it. It was great. And a f- it was free, which was crazy. It was free.
1: Well, you probably had to pay gas to drive there. It's not too far. Yeah, I don't know. Don't, yeah, your taxes have to pay for those roads.
0: Shut up! Uh, <laughs> Just shut up! Just you, shut up! Your taxes
1: have to pay for that park, even I and don't its care.
0: It was hashtag worth it.
1: So sounds like it wasn't very free to me.
0: It doesn't matter. And that's it. That's all I have. I have. That's the bad thing about doing it every two weeks is I have a giant list.
1: Yeah, maybe we need to like limit ourselves or actually who cares it doesn't matter
0: I mean, it's our podcast we can talk about whatever we want this
1: is actually in fact this is specifically why we moved to making sure we talked early about the story because that's what you're probably here for yes and if you enjoy this it's like a bonus yeah i don't i actually don't care if anybody listens to this part this is the part where it's we're, just, to talk about we're just though. talking we're just talking having fun
0: we banter
1: if you're not having fun with then this leave. part then, then that's bye. that's fine
0: come back for the story next time
1: exactly just like go like all right gonna skip to um sh- strictly poop aside. what was is, is that what it was called what? strictly homicide <laughs> strictly. whatever the other one I
0: was like strictly poop what are we the, talking about whatever the podcast is that strictly i homicide. i decide we're beefing with now strictly homicide
1: that's how you get um big on the internet you beef with somebody
0: that's right not really
1: I mean, sometimes.
0: Let's not do that. I don't want to be that person. You don't want to
1: do that? You don't want to have
0: I don't want to be a drama. Karen. I don't you, want to be a Karen. You
1: don't want it to be like that episode of iCarly where they have a fake beef with Fred so that they can uh, have their viewership numbers go up?
0: Uh, never saw that. You did.
1: I, I did, apparently.
0: That's weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway. It's,
1: like, it's the only thing I, like, I really remember from that show.
0: You watched, you watched that four-hour I wa- documentary. That might be
1: why I remember that spot. That probably is but i i think i i distinctly remember watching that episode it's not like i watched a lot of yeah. iCarly. carly i was outside the age range you were
0: done speaking of outside the age range you see we're all oh steve from blues clues
1: i saw that he did a thing i haven't watched it
0: it just came up on my newsfeed, and so i was like the day it happened i was like what is this it was like steve he's like remember when we did our adventures that was nice he's like i'm proud of you guys thanks for loving me i loved you and i was like wow, we all needed this right now. Thanks, Steve. But he was like, I didn't really watch. That was like, I was right past the age for that. Yeah. But with the lady that my sister and I stayed with in the summer, like we stayed at her home and she babysat a couple young kids too. And so she would always turn Nick Jr. on in the morning and that was on. And so my sister and I would have to watch it.
1: Nick Jr. was always annoying because it was like, <sighs> that face. sometimes I was up that early and I was like,
0: I don't want to watch baby shows. I want
1: to watch like a good show
0: give me goku
1: goku wasn't on that channel i I don't listen i I just don't want to watch baby shows i want to watch babies but baby i want to watch rugrats is what i'm saying (laughs) oh
0: okay but i was like what but babies are up that early and they want to watch bright colors and things
1: and the giant orange face yeah was that his name
0: face i think
1: it was Yeah. sure go that's a good name
0: yeah it is a face on a screen
1: It's like the Cyborg Ninja from Metal Gear Solid is named Cyborg Ninja. That's (laughs) very appropriate. Cool. Go for it.
0: Pretty self-explanatory.
1: I mean, it's weird that you'd go with that when this is a game that has Revolver Ocelot and Vulcan Raven and Sniper Wolf.
0: That's so weird.
1: Solid Snake and Liquid Snake.
0: That's like descriptions of poop.
1: And solidus snake is another Uh, one. But he's in Metal Your Solid too.
0: Also, I just happened to look over the trash. Guess what? We got a free pizza from Domino's. Oh. They're doing a thing where they're giving away $50 million of free stuff to people who order stuff. And you could get it. You couldn't get it. Got a free pizza. I can't eat it because it has gluten. And I got, it wasn't gluten free, but John can eat it.
1: And also would have dairy or whatever. Well, I
0: think I decided I'm going to like eat some dairy. Okay. Because it's way too hard not to. It is so hard not to. And just do the gluten free thing. And, like, I won't, I'm not going to eat, drink like a freaking glass of milk or anything, but like.
1: I Yeah, I bought milk and cereal like a few weeks ago because I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, I was like, I'm never, never again. My
0: tummy hurt.
1: Like, drinking the milk itself, I was like, not on board with. It didn't uh, make me hurt. It was just like,
0: no. It makes me, it makes me hurt. It gives me a digestion, drinking sugar milk. But, like, I'm using it in a recipe. I don't think it's that big of a deal.
1: That's a little different.
0: Yeah. Like, like baking you, and stuff. So
1: pour it into the bowl with the cereal recipe done.
0: No, not that you, 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 but like, I'm fine with almond milk. It tastes perfectly good to me.
1: Almond. Do you get it where it's like not
0: sweetened or whatever? I get original. So it's not vanilla. It's just original. So it, well, it's because cow's milk has carbs in it. It has sugars in it, natural sugars in it. And so it tastes odd to have unsweetened almond milk because it doesn't, that doesn't reflect regular cow's milk. Whereas I think original almond milk reflects cow's milk a little bit more.
1: Interesting. I, I think it was probably the vanilla that yeah. I had once. It yeah. was really sweet. Yeah. It reminded me of when I worked at Chick-fil-A, part of the process of making a milkshake, there's just like, it's, it's real simple. It's, um there's a thing tell called shake base tell
0: me their secrets
1: yeah there's a thing called shake base which is what the vanilla almond uh-huh. milk tasted a lot like yeah and then it was like ice cream and then maybe other stuff yeah if it was a vanilla milkshake you're done you, you just yeah boop, boop. Do, you, that's all you did yeah chocolate you had chocolate syrup
0: i think i think you probably had vanilla almond milk because regular almond milk it, it just it tastes like regular milk but a little bit different also I made some, a recipe this week, I made some mashed potatoes, and I use, normally I use half and half or canned milk for for mashed potato, homemade mashed potato recipe, but of course I can't use either of those things, so when John went to the store, I was like, look for dairy-free half and half, I know it's a thing, see if they have it, he found some, that stuff's pretty good, man, it kind of tastes like regular half and half. It worked? Yes, it was good, and then... I sound like Aziz Ansari just then. Um, but then and I, it called for dairy-free Parmesan in it as well. And I was like, I don't know about that. We'll give it a go. Put it in there. Tastes fantastic. It was awesome. Those are some of the best mashed potatoes I've ever had.
1: That reminds me, mentioning Aziz Ansari, there's a <laughs> new Parks and Rec podcast. <laughs> what? With one of the writers and Rob Lowe. It's called Parks and Recollection.
0: That is so I know. good. That I know. was so good.
1: What's really funny is listening to Rob Lowe talk about it. Because like, uh-huh. he's seeing the first episode for the first time. Because he's an actor. He doesn't watch TV. They just go. They're <laughs> like they're like a, a golem that you just mold into. Mm-hmm. Just tell them what they do. And mm-hmm. they do it. And That's all they do. All they do. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about like, I didn't know like April's backstory at all. It's like, why is she here? <laughs> it's like, she's a college intern. Got it. I had no, he had no idea that's why she had been she there in the first nurse, place. Though? April.
0: Oh, April. like oh, yeah. uh, He April.
1: also didn't realize that oh, Leslie yeah. and Ann weren't just besties were, from the very they beginning. A,
0: they were not, they were not friends initially. Yeah. You know? uh,
1: just like they, they talk about like how it started and stuff. It's really cool. And There's I, only one episode out as of our recording now.
0: I want to listen to that. And, uh, that guy that, uh, amy poehler that leslie was like super into rob was that his name robert rob oh on the show Dan danowitz chris chris Brand brandanowitz yeah like Brand quits yeah because he like left after the first or second season to do big things i've seen him in nothing Absolutely. you saw him thing. in one thing what
1: water for elephants
0: i didn't did I, I didn't did i watch that
1: movie you watch that movie with me
0: i've read that book
1: we we've seen that movie we I saw it in jonasboro in a theater
0: that's how bad it was. Is I don't remember anything about him.
1: it. He was the guy that was being told the story to or something. Weird. Yeah.
0: And that was it, huh?
1: I mean, it's the only thing I know of. Maybe he's doing other stuff.
0: You know what? Actually. Oh, but speaking of that, I saw. What did I watch? Oh, it was Mayor of Easttown, which I really loved. That I talked about. Yes. The show on, on HBO. Guess who was in it who played Mayor's ex-husband?
1: Chris Pratt. Rob Lowe um adam scott the office steve carell Uh -uh. jim john krasinski no
0: jim krasinski no um
1: what's what's his name robert california jay spader
0: no it was freaking roy man oh yeah that guy yeah it was roy from from the office pam's pam's ex-fiance he he played mayor's ex-husband he was pretty good. He was really good in it actually. He was really good. Really, really good.
1: Did he try to beat anybody up?
0: Nope. That's good. Not at all. Nope. He was he was, he was he was good at he was very good in it.
1: Yeah. I think I, that's it. I think I'm moved yeah, out. I think I think so too.
0: I think we've we've bantered enough.
1: Everybody. Um, watch Shin Godzilla and Caitlin take us out.
0: Okay. Guys, thanks for coming back with us this fortnight that you have joined us. This, did I say that right? Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, d- I had a brain fart because I all I thought of was the game, and I was like, wait, what did I say? Your that favorite right? game? Yeah. Fortnite. Literally, don't know what it's about. Caitlin's
1: all about paying for that battle pass. I don't even know what that means. She got the, uh, whatever the Wonder Woman skin or what? something.
0: I don't Minecraft, and I don't, and I don't Fortnite. But this I, is a proper Fortnite. Two weeks yeah, ago, I we downloaded
1: met. Fortnite once and played it for a little bit, and I was like, this isn't, this, this isn't, isn't for me. For me. <laughs> It seems fine, but I'm more, for my Battle Royale, mm-hmm. Apex Legends, which I haven't played mm-hmm. since like the first month of launch. So obviously not that much. Okay.
0: Um, so this is a Fortnite, the proper Fortnite, not the game. This is a Fortnite since we last With talked.
1: With the GHT at the end.
0: That is correct. So thank you for joining us this fortnight. This is paint the town dead. We release episodes every other week. Now, every other Tuesday, you can catch us on Facebook at paint the town dead. You can catch us on Instagram, but paint the town dead all one word. You can catch us on, um, what, what, what else are we on? I've brain farted a uh, Twitter, PTTD pod. You can email us at PTTD pod at gmail.com. We also have TikTok that we've done nothing with. So check that out. <laughs> um, you be, please be sure to subscribe on everything you can, rate five stars everything you can, like anything you can, share anything you can. All of your interactions with us have uh, have impact, and we greatly appreciate it. And I think that's about it. I just need to um, I just need to say something really quick, Andrew, to you specifically. Okay, Andrew. Yeah, we made it this whole episode without talking about vaccines. Oh wow. <laughs> and now we did we can't break our streak we had to mention it okay guys get vaccinated you you just broke it doing that i did but i said we had we can't break it i said we can't break it we have to keep it going so get vaccinated i'm pro i'm pro and yeah so guys we will see you again next nope with a week after next with another story from paint the town dead and we'll see you guys then goodbye
1: bye